Welcome back to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We're turning dreamers into doers. If you're ready to open your heart and take inspired action on your dreams, you are in the perfect place with wonderful people. Here's your host, dreamer, educator, and adventurer, Abigail Gazda. Hello and welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I am super pumped about today's episode, Solidifying Success in the Subconscious Mind. This is important, y'all. We are going to talk a little bit about why we don't have success solidified in our subconscious mind and how to do that, how to... um, solidify that. So let's dive right in. I want you to think about the way that you grew up and ask if it is in agreement with a success mindset. If the way you grew up is in agreement with abundance and prosperity and thriving, or if it might have been filled with conditioning about limiting beliefs and scarcity and problems and struggle, right? Because a lot of our relationship to success has been, not a lot, pretty much all of our relationship to success and abundance, and especially in the realm of finances, has been solidified by our upbringing and the world and community that we grew up in. So you need to examine that uh, first and foremost. So we're going to take a pretty thorough examination of what that means. And this could turn into a journaling type of episode. So, I, you know, if you feel inspired or, you know, I'm saying things that are like, oh, yeah, what about that? Oh, yeah, what about that? Is I would also invite you to maybe note take in this opportunity and decide. And I might even drop you some journaling prompts that you could pause and write down and then go back to the journal later. But um, the most important part about the success or what we have to know what is in our subconscious mind. So our conscious mind is the thinking, um, calculating, judging, assessing, uh, planning, figuring part of our brains, right? The thinkers. And then the subconscious mind is much more about the feelers. So what we feel, how we feel, what we, and it's much more about the belief systems. They are, it's like, um, if you think of a garden, right? Like the fertile, the soil is always fertile. So whatever gets planted there grows. And so you, and especially as children, we, with fertile minds, we get these beliefs planted in our brains by our elders, by our parents, by our coaches, by society, so many different aspects. And these seeds get planted in fertile ground and it grows. And so I ask you to examine, you might, a journaling prompt might be like, what sort of limiting beliefs do I have about success and abundance? And I'm going to use success and abundance just to make sure um, I don't trail off too far, but that could look like, what are my beliefs about relationship, right? Success and abundance there, finances, health, uh, career, relationship, like, and I said relationship, but it might be familial or intimate or friendship. So what sort of limiting beliefs exist in my subconscious about success and abundance? And you can pick the area. And you can journal about various areas at different times. I would invite you to follow like one trail, like if you go money, go money all the way, and then go back and redo the journaling because um, it's, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So these beliefs will show up in different areas, but it could be a trick of the mind. It could be a trick of the ego that if you take on too much at once, you don't 
you're, you might not get to the depth of any of it. You might stay on the surface of all of these things that you're considering, which could prevent you from having a breakthrough. So I really invite you to pick a topic and dive face first into it. And then, so what limiting beliefs do I have? What has caused these limiting beliefs? Might it be my upbringing? Might it be some trauma? So I wrote, I have a note here about scarcity conditioning. And the prompt might be, in what ways have I been conditioned to believe in scarcity? Just that. In what ways have I been conditioned to believe in scarcity? Or what, in what ways am I conditioned What am I conditioned to? So these are all very, very powerful because you want to uproot. Think about the fact that these seeds were planted in your fertile subconscious mind years, decades ago, and they're growing in your mind. They're growing in your heart. And as these grown plants, they're producing fruit in your life. I use this analogy in my book, Alchemizing Judgment, A Guide Back to Love, and I call it the judgment tree, right? The seed of judgment is separation. And then judgment grows from separation. When we think we're separate from somebody or something like money, if we think we're separate from money, we judge money because money doesn't come easy to us or we feel denied money and success, right? Or punished by something or someone. And so we then judge it. And then we struggle with envy, hatred, confusion, overwhelm, disempowerment. Those are all the branches of these seeds that have grown into trees and and now bear fruit. And the fruit is the manifestations of your life. And so the manifestations of your life being a job you don't like, a salary that doesn't meet your needs, a relationship that disempowers you or is toxic, bad health that is constant problems for you, right? So it's really, really important to look at the way that you've been conditioned to believe in scarcity and struggle and the nobleness of triumph over struggle, like all of these different stuff that contributes to life being hard, okay? This is essentially you want to look at what beliefs you have about it being hard and tough and not for you or you are denied all of these blessings, right? So, um, and then the task becomes to remove and release. So if you really commit to journaling about these things um, and read past them, read through them and say, it, do I want this? Do I want to believe this? And my invitation is if you really commit to this and you go list by list or line by line, you say, I am willing to release this belief. I am willing to release this burden. I am willing to release this struggle. I am committed to no longer holding on to this. I am committed to being more successful. I am committed to living in faith. Just declare, release, let go, let go, release, release. I am willing to release, I'm willing to release. And you go line by line over all of these limiting beliefs, all of this conditioning, and you declare no more. And simply by way of releasing it, you will witness breakthroughs, miracles in your life because energetically you are committed to something different. And so from there, we're going to pivot over into solidifying something new in your mind. So this is one of my favorite conversations, and you may have heard it in some capacity, but I really want to talk about the way that we are planting new seeds in that fertile subconscious soil of your mind. You're going to have to come up with your own definition of success and abundance, and that might challenge all of your previous past conditioning, right? So if your new definition of success is, I only want to work 20 hours a week, 
I want to be making $100,000 a year. I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married. I want to have children. I want uh, to be at this certain weight or a certain measurement of health. Your definition of success. And the next level of being thorough about that is, do you want that because you truly want that? Or do you want that because you think you need to want that? Or because like that's what's popular to want? I suggest, which you guys see me take disappearing December off, um, I suggest taking time away from social media because social media syndrome is real. The influencers, the influence of the influencers is real. So you often think you want things that you don't really want. My truest question is like, are you happy? What would really make you happy? Right. And so many of us think that material items or people, so many people are like, I just want peace. I just want confidence. I just want to relax. I want to like not work at all. That's usually a fix to the way that your life is. And you think if I have the opposite, I'll be happier. So you got to really spend time with yourself and ask and define your definition of success and abundance. What does abundance look like? Does it look like having loving relationships in your life? Does it look like living a certain place in a certain lifestyle? And that doesn't necessarily have to mean a materialistic one where like, what if you were out of debt and all your needs were met? That doesn't represent a certain income. It means handling your shit. And so what does your definition of success look like? And then allowing it, allowing yourself to desire that definition of success, even if it means it doesn't match everybody. I remember that I thought my definition of success was being a teacher and a wife and a mom. And as I achieved it, I was so disappointed when that wasn't the case. I did not want to be a teacher and I thought I was bad and wrong for it. And so there's things that we're chasing that we get there and we're like, oh shit, I wanted this because my mom wanted it. I wanted this because it looked good. I wanted it because everyone, we buy houses for this reason. Home ownership kind of sucks. Um, it's a huge responsibility. And people think it's like the American dream to have it. But then you don't think about the debt that you'll have because of it or the payments or when something breaks or when you need to maintain that shit right? And so you really got to look at your definition of success and then allow that definition of success to be okay. Even if that means wanting less than others or it looking completely unorthodox. I'll give you a great example. My best friend gave me permission to not want a traditional relationship. Now I have a generally traditional relationship. It's a monogamous, beautiful, uh, we're engaged to be married and all of that. And we want children and all of that fun stuff. However, we're both very nomadic. We have very unique spiritual beliefs and we follow our own path, right? We're very unique individuals. And so it doesn't look like settling down. Um, I don't have a corporate job, right? And I used to make myself wrong for that. Like you're irresponsible, you're unreliable. No one will ever love you this way. When I found someone who's like me, and we aren't willing to be patient or faithful enough to realize that our definition of success is really possible. We just haven't either seen it or we haven't made it okay in our own body yet. And so allowing your definition of success to be okay and then acknowledging it. So here's a really safe way to acknowledge your definition of success. Share it with people who are supportive of you. Do not run off sharing your brand new definition of success with people who are going to doubt and challenge you. 
You can later, but when you yourself are solidifying your definition of success and you're going to start setting yourself up to go for that, people who aren't in the same mind frame will challenge you and it's out of love, but they'll say, that's tough. That Are you sure that's, that's not a good idea? Or I know so-and-so failed at that. And it can really be discouraging. And so I totally encourage you to share with other people playing a bigger game at a different caliber who match. So your vibe attracts your tribe. And so if your tribe is doubtful or uh, doesn't believe in possibility or kind of just lives inside of the societal norm, but you don't want to, you're going to have to actively seek a new tribe. Sharing with a professional, with your therapist, with your life coach, with a spiritual mentor, like someone who's going to be a hell yes to what you can see and what you want to believe. And then celebrating. So the importance of celebration, you have definitely heard me talk about this, but I'm just going to kind of recap this as we wrap this episode up, is when you take any step towards your definition of success, when you hit new achievements, when you hit new goals, when you reach new peaks, celebrating yourself is utterly important. And that might look like upgrading from Dunkin' Donuts to Starbucks some days. That might look like going to get your nails done. My favorite celebration for success is I like to buy a new shirt. I remember my first $10,000 a month and I went and I bought a new shirt. And so every time I put that shirt on, I go, this is my $10,000 shirt, right? Celebrating yourself and it doesn't have to break the bank. It might be um, the afternoon off. It, It could look like what the hell ever. But something that is a true celebration of you, a true acknowledgement of you. I like to go get a bar of dark chocolate to celebrate myself and not eat the whole bar at the same time. But just these nice, little, and kind, generous things that say it is safe to be successful. It is okay to be abundant. I have had to solidify this success in my subconscious mind year after year, month after month. You better believe that when I was hitting consistent $10,000 months that there was a part of me that was afraid to tell others. And there's a part of me that's afraid to tell people I plan on having a a $250,000 year or I plan on making a million or I plan on owning a $2 million home. Like, who do you think you are? Sometimes there's a scarcity conditioning that I have that says life is supposed to be hard and the rich are greedy or evil. And I've had to completely recondition myself to believe that it is kind, it is generous, it is safe, it is allowed to be insanely successful. I want to serve in such a way that I need resources in such a way that I am okay with being abundant, but I have to also be very gentle with myself as I reach those new levels of success. And so you want to be very kind and gentle and celebratory with yourself that you reaching for new levels of success that you may have never seen anyone in your real life attain, that you may be the most successful person that you directly know is okay. And I'm going to say one thing. If that is the truth, it's time you meet some new people. (laughs) And that's actually part of celebrating yourself is allowing yourself to make friends with more successful people or get into new conversations, get into new networks that support your big ass dreams. You guys, I am here to support your big ass dreams. I absolutely love you. Being successful is safe. Being successful is allowed. Being successful is your birthright. 
and you better believe it. And the more that you believe it and achieve it, you make it safe for others. I need us to know that you are paving a path for the people who only have ever dreamed. And at the Hearts Unleashed podcast, we are turning dreamers into doers. You all are that. I love getting to speak to you, but I'm not speaking to the people in your life. You are. You are the walking, talking example that success is safe and allowed. So go out and unleash your heart and live it. Live it, love it, and share it. I love you. I will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you love the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, visit us at heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.